0: Welcome everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey peeps, if you're on LinkedIn, I'm sure you've fallen victim to the connectin pitch. Chances are they've gotten your name using sales navigator, a tool like zoom info, or by looking at their connections and simply reaching out to their connections, you know how it works somebody connects with you and says thanks for the connection but i'm not trying to sell you anything and then they keep messaging you and act like they want to be your friend i had a guy the other day who's a fitness coach hit me up with a list of 17 fitness challenges in the guise of doing research you know where that would go if i took the bait i replied nice pitch dude to find out how to sell to the pain marketing 101 good luck to which he replied i'm not trying to sell you anything (laughs) sure bro sure he viewed anyone who replied to his direct message as a lead or a prospect and i was never interested nor would i buy fitness that way so what's a lead In a perfect world, a lead is an opportunity. I think we can all agree that most leads fall short of our expectations. Most of us entertain leads with our time and attention, only to find out that the lead ends up as a delayed gratification or a swing and miss. Since I speak to about one or two leads a week, it's not that bad, but more often than not, it's a waste of time and it ends with, hey, let's stay in touch. But I know from experience that rarely happens. Advertising is a cold lead activity. You hope that your messages will be seen and acted upon. In general, for every 1,000 people who sees your ads, 10% could be a possible prospect, but only one or 2% would take action. That is true in the case of newspapers, direct mail, radio, TV, and more. Today, we have the option to advertise on search engines and social media platforms. Yes, the audience is larger. They promote millions and billions of prospect customers. But in reality, it's not much bigger than a newspaper. A national newspaper could reach 360 million people, but in reality, babies and children don't read and would never buy from you. Chances are only 10% or 36 million could be prospects, and about 3.6 million may actually get that paper and have the opportunity to see your ad. 360,000 people may see the ad and pay attention, but only about 3,600 of those people may act or buy your product. Now you may think that 3,600 customers is a major win. I said they take action. Not all of them will buy or eventually will become repeat customers. Consumers are fickle. Annually, businesses see about a 30% turnover in consumers. That means you have to keep advertising to ward off the churn and burn and break even. If you sell locally, your audience numbers may be in the tens, not hundreds. So what happens if 100 or 1,000 leads engage with you? You feel obligated to try and reach out. Chances are you paid for those leads somehow. If you have a sales team, you can split them up amongst the team. Let's say 10 people each to 10 salespeople. In that case, it's 100 new leads per week. That does not mean that each person will see improvement in success, but collectively, they're likely to hit that 1% to 2% sales ratio that I mentioned. People have become frustrated with the new version of Google Analytics because it's new, but also because traffic looks like it's down. In reality, it's just a bit more accurate. Many of my clients are in the thousands of website visits per month, but that can lead to a false sense of success. You can see search, direct, paid search, which is Google AdWords, referrals, social media, and other traffic. Now I have an example of a company that serves clients in Dallas. And what happens is when you start to add filters to that data, you start to see the reality. For example, he gets around 4,500 visits per month. With that said, he gets about 3,000 search visitors, 357 direct, 125 paid in search, 85 in referral, and 12 in social. But when we filter that down to just his state, we can't do the city because that's way too narrow. His search traffic is only 485, direct traffic is 86, paid search is 85, and referral is nine and social is two. That's 650 users that potentially could buy from them, but they only serve one city in Texas, so the real number is probably less. That's not a lot of qualified leads, from analytics when you see that big number staring you in the face. So, some people will go out and buy a lead list. There are tons of companies who try to sell leads in the form of software, or you can just go on LinkedIn and find them. Or, you may get emails reaching out to you to sell you a list of, air quote, verified active email leads. They all may sound sexy, but it's a lead. In reality, they're selling you a list of cold calls. For every 1,000 leads, you may find some people will purchase, some people will take action, but that 1 to 2% ratio is still a legit number. A pre-qualified lead is someone who needs what you're selling and is actively looking for a business or a brand to work with. An unqualified lead is someone who fits the profile of somebody who could buy from you someday, but is not actively looking or has a need right now. That elusive lore of someday is only relevant if you can keep your name and brand and message in front of them until they're actively looking. Alas, it becomes a one and done Johnny come lately wish marketing activity with leads. So, what can you do? By getting people back to your website, you know at least they're interested, if not willing, to give you some information and fill out a form. When they do that, you have permission to communicate back with them through email or a phone call. Blog posts are perfect to be able to share in an email or a social media post. That generally comes in the form of a short-form teaser which somebody can click through to get back to your website. The hope is that people will click and read the full article. That article should also have a call to action in the form of a banner ad or pop-up to get them to give you that information if and when they are interested. That's how contact marketing works. It funnels real leads that have an interest in your products and services. That also gives your sales team mostly qualified leads to start with, and then they can begin to build better sales relationships, which I'm sure they will find more pleasant and productive than making cold calls all day. So let me leave you with this closing thought. I have a lot of tolerance for connections, but I have little patience for pitches. Their goal is to get you on a zoom or a phone call. And in my world, I know that that won't end well for either of us. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com until next time keep sizzling and remember it's all about the bacon